Welcome back everyone to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I'm your host Lance Skurve. We're on the road these days. I want to show more diversity in the content, different angles, regular life, crazy things, regular stuff to give you a more well-rounded view on how we live out here. There'll be a whole lot more things and we do have those channel memberships that I haven't been really putting stuff up on in the Patreon that's going to be revised. If you choose to join as a member on YouTube on this channel, I'll make sure to have whatever I have on Patreon so you don't have to be confused and go both places. But that being said, we had a wonderful walk uh, along the mountains. It's not the actual peak of the mountain, but it's just the road that goes up there. And I want to show more laid back um, footage, just laid back, casual, to make you feel like you're here, to give you a good taste wherever we go. It doesn't have to be anywhere special. It could be just walking down a lonely country dirt road and you see the animals, or it could be in the bustling part of the city with the tall buildings and daggone near skyscrapers, just to show you everything overall. But today's message, as far as being on a rooftop is concerned, I haven't done this in a couple days. I want to do it every day sometimes, and sometimes I back away because of the other content. Just a little while ago, it rained. It rained really bad. It was like a hurricane, um, temporary light hurricane. The wind blew. That's how it is here. We're approaching the rainy season when you plant stuff. Mrs. Skurve has like a gazillion seeds. I think she has more seeds than our creator realized he made. You know, I, the joke is God called her the other day and asked her for some seeds to sprinkle in a different part of the world. Well, you know, that couldn't happen. But, you know, she came back from America and ordered so much unique things. And I'm looking forward to being a part of that, even though I don't know as much as she does. I'm willing to learn and anything I put my mind to and put time into I will excel. Now, when I say that, people say, well, how can you be so sure that you're going to excel? Well, I know I will when I apply myself. I have that confidence in myself and I know my value and I know my work and my worth rather. And I know my work ethic that if I want to do something, I will master it and be, I'm not going to say the best, but why don't you expect yourself to be the best if you put your stuff into it? We have a lot of good people out here in different areas of expertise and we tend to see somebody in their final manifestation or a, a well-earned manifestation of, of them mastering their craft but all of a sudden oh I could never do that I can never do this no there's I can do anything I want and I'll give anybody who's good in any area of expertise now I don't want to be a brain surgeon or rocket scientist but whatever it is that you do if I put my mind to it I could be right up there too now is that cockiness do I think too much of myself no Many of you say you're blessed and highly favored. Many of you say, you know, that, that you're made by the best, you know, the God, the mighty God of the universe and all this talk. But then you will fail to know yourself. Yes, when you learn different areas and different crafts and different lanes that you haven't been in, there's a period of learning. But you have to submit yourself to the law of learning and you will learn it. And this is why I continue, continually push in different areas of my life of things that I'm learning and want to learn and have learned. I know this. I know if you give me a blank piece of paper, a pen and a paper, maybe an eraser, which I won't use too much except for the light line work, I'm going to come up with a masterpiece on the paper. I know this. A great painter who paints walls in a house, right? You have some sloppy people. You have some guys who are so good that... They can do wonders with that paintbrush. You're like, I tried it. It's just not a matter of slapping paint up on the wall. You know, you have people who are mechanics who have a natural tendency, a natural gift with all things mechanical. We have a young man out here in Ghana who built his own car with spare parts. 
Not just one type of brand, but he made some makeshift stuff. Brilliant. Don't you think he knows that he can do that again? But for those who haven't tried anything or went into a new area, you carry your confidence and you carry the knowledge, not belief, but knowledge of who you are as a person. And that's an unshakable confidence. So the thing is, is to know your value, know your worth and stop shortchanging yourself. A lot of times we bring people into our home to do work. Those are things that we could have done ourselves. If we put a little elbow grease, read a good manual on how to do certain things and attack it. And you're so proud when you did it. You're like, wow, this job, this tile job would have cost three or $4,000 for me to pay somebody else to do. But I took my time, bought the material, right? I sat there and took my time. I looked at tutorials and books and read, you know, just looked at things on, on YouTube and took my time step by step. A little shaky while I was doing it, a little, a little adrenalized and maybe even scared doing it, but you're moving into a new lane. Now, every time you have a home or some tile work to do, I'm just using it as an example, you can do it. I haven't done tile work in a long time. I've done some jobs for friends of mine in New York City, and it came out excellent. Excellent. As long as you have the right tools and materials. So there's nothing, 98% of what I see other people do that I cannot do because I know my value. I know my, my worth. I know my attributes of hard work, uh, uh, working smart, the ability to learn. It's all if I want to do it. So when people come and act like, oh, yeah, I got something I do that you can't do. No, it's not like that. But I'm not into competition with anybody. I'm only telling you by my example and how I feel about myself not to be bragging, not to be cocky, but anything you put your mind to, you can do. So let's stop shortchanging ourselves because we give in too fast. Oh, I can't do that. You may not want to spend the time to do it. You might have a, a job, a career, right? Where you don't have the time, for example, to lay down a room of tiles, ceramic tile, right? I was taught by a man, young man, if you're listening to this video, I haven't talked to you, I haven't seen you or talked to you since 1994. What's that? 29 years? <laughs> I'll mention his name. Gino. The great Gino. Biagio. I never forgot you, brother. White brother from, Italian brother from uh, Howard Beach. And this man worked in Home Depot with me. And he knew tile work. There's nobody I know that knew more tile work than him on how to do it. Because he was raised in his family doing this from the old school Italian masons who taught him so many little things and the knowledge that he had alone on this, the knowledge alone, he would tell you and he would tell you like, like, okay, he would tell you the right mortar to get. Now, if Home Depot suggested something, he'll say, no, don't get that. And they say, why? Well, they suggest this. He said, no, I went to their classes, but this is what you really want to do. You want to get something that has a little more alkaline or acidity, this, this, this. And he would, he's the Mr. Spock of that. You got to honor that, that knowledge and the execution. And I saw it for myself in his home with the granite that he laid down on each step, on the floor. Mind-blowing. Permanent work, but was mind-blowing. Man. And so he had the knowledge and he was taught. He was a master of his craft. He was basically there just to kill time and make money because he didn't really work that hard. He had so much knowledge that people were seeking him out there. He, he wasn't a guy lifting bags, but he took care of the customers and did some work now. But even the supervisors knew that he was the man for this because he mastered that. He didn't shortchange himself. He, he knew he had to get the highest raise just from him being who he is. And I understand that. 
And there was a lot of jealousy because of that. Because he was a master of his craft, he didn't shortchange himself and he knew his value and his worth. There are many of us as melanated people all over the world who master our craft and we're on these jobs, right? And we may be getting pretty good pay because we're good at what we do, but many of us are too shy and afraid to branch out on our own and get more money and more value and, and, and go on a higher level where we go on our own, but we don't have the confidence lots of time to go on our own. I mean, that goes for anybody, but especially us, because they make you feel in that system that you can't survive without them, but you are the one keeping them afloat and them in flight. It's like a good woman who, or a man, right? In a beauty parlor, a beauty salon, whatever you want to call it, right? That does hair real good, but rents a booth in a particular salon. And they have all these customers coming in. And the minute they decide to leave that salon and go to another salon across town, those customers, well, what? She's not here anymore? He's not here anymore? Where is he? Oh, I heard he went over there. They will go to you when you're good. It's just like a dude in uh, North Carolina told me when I was working in the prison there. And he told me, he says, well, I was in the street, man. I'm going to tell you. Because I was doing up little sayings for T-shirts. And he said, don't mention anything about drugs. But just tell on the shirt. When, when it's good, they're going to come. And I'm like, well, that can pertain to a restaurant. That can pertain to a gym. That can pertain. He says, yes, that's a universal law. Except that he understood that in the so-called illegal drug trade, if what you got is good, they're going to come. So you don't have to compete with that one there, here, here. They're going to want the brand of what you put through. This is like anybody who's tasted Mrs. Scurve's cooking. They're like, hands down, this is the best. You know? Hands down, this is the best. And so many people who have owned restaurants say, oh, she opens up something. I can't compete with that. Nobody's competing against you. You don't have to compete. Everybody brings something to the table. Now, look, if on the open market, people say, hey, this is the best. Hey, I can't get mad. Don't say that. You know, I'm not trying to be equal that way. If you are and you earned it, like for her, what was she cooking from six years old? Watching her mother? And, and, and focusing on that. And everybody likes to eat, so you want to make the best food. But she has little techniques and things that she does that other people don't know that she's developed on her own. So this is where I'm trying to encourage her, which is coming soon because you know the state that we're in. We're soon moving away from here and up to where we are and have to develop that. Um, when that time comes, it's going to be phenomenal. And for those who come out to Ghana and you want to taste something for real, whether you're a restaurant owner who sends somebody over just to get a taste and say, you, you're either going to get your, your feelings hurt or your mind blown. But it's all love. You know what I mean? I, you can't, and then stop apologizing from the greatness that you have inside of you. There comes a time when the Lamborghini or the Ferrari or the Maserati has to get on that track and go full force. This is your name. This is your legacy. This is what you're known for. Shine. I'm not going to think about shine and then fantasize about it and never attempt to shine. It's not about even attempting to shine. I will shine. You have to have that unshakable knowledge in yourself. You think any boxer who gets into the ring, even if he has a losing record, feels that he, oh, I'm going to lose today. No, he's trying his best to win each and every time. Even if he gets knocked out of every fight, every time you step between those three ropes and up those three steps or four steps, whatever it is, you have to have that ability within to feel as though I'm going to come out the victor. And no matter how many times we get knocked down in life, we have to get up. We have to understand we have to get up. 
take the time to look within and focus on the seeds of greatness that we all have instead of listening to stuff out of somebody else's mouth that's irrelevant that especially from people you won't even know three or four years from now you didn't know them three or four years before you probably won't even know them three or four years from now but you will still shine the work that i did 20 years ago and 22 years ago is up on landscurve.com still shining so i'm going to forfeit what i have to do now in this day as far as content creative ability writing keeping up a website because of flotsam and jetsam that are nondescript in their life, not trying to do anything, not leaving a mark. No, I don't think I'm better. I've been called a narcissist. I can't help if I have unshakable confidence. If I get into a boxing ring with anybody, I know I'm going to have to train and get myself in shape and learn more. I'm not a boxer, right? I like to dip and dab, and I know a lot on paper, but I know I'm not going to walk in there, oh, I trained and I'm going to be scared. The next man has two fists, just like me, a jaw, and he can be hurt, just like I can be hurt. But I just don't think that way. I go through things. I know about different styles. I know about pacing yourself. And, and I'm not as soft an individual as one might think, even at this uh, uh, ever-increasing chronological age. I got a lot more juice in my fruit regardless and the confidence to go through it and the craziness to go through it. Turn on the PS PTSD. Let's focus. Let's be crazy. Let's just jack each other up. So even in that, and I know the feeling of exhaustion. I've dipped and dabbed in that when I was a youngster. I've dipped and dabbed into bodybuilding and beating and challenging myself. Resisting the temptation to eat certain foods. Resisting the temptation to stop a workout because it's the pain that's there. No, you, you got to have that grind in you. And when you have that in you, it's interchangeable in anything you do. If you have the confidence, you don't have to be apologetic to those who have no confidence. You don't have to be apologetic to those who are insecure. Your insecurity, and I don't mean this in a bad way to the people who love me, because I will build you up. But people who want to throw off on you and, and hold you down, your insecurity-based insults and way of trying to clog up my mind does not stop me. It cannot stop me. You're just wasting your time. This is why I'm driven every day to do the things that I do effortlessly. I'm on a roll. For me to come up here, there's no script. I knew one line that I came up here to talk about. Don't sell yourself short and, 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 and have the confidence to do what it is that you have to do, to know your worth. Because I live this. I don't have to rehearse for this. Oh, oh, oh can, can I hold a piece of paper up and, or have a, a scrolly thing in front of me to, to read it? No, no. This, this, is, this is how I live every day. I'm isolated in that way where I keep it moving as far as positivity and practice and doing. You get greater by doing. It's a little later than what I thought. I was gonna, when it rained, it rained so hard. Mrs. Skirf thought it was going to rain all night. I said, uh-uh, it's going to rain a little bit. It's going to dry up, but the, the, the brick up here and the stone is still moist. So what? There's a couple bugs flying around as it does after a heavy rain. Precipitation makes the temperature drop a little bit too in most cases, whether it's snowing, raining, or whatever. It's okay. When I saw that it was uh, clearing up, I said, okay, I'm going to go up and just share this little short message of motivation to those who care to listen to it. And then move on to the next thing. I have a live show with Sister Seven to do in a little while. I'm going to record something else in front of the green screen in a little while. Maybe Mrs. Skirv and myself might do something. She's down there cooking a wonderful meal. So if we work together to support each other, we can do great things. And she has a lot on her mind to do great. As you well know, her father passed away last year. And um, 
you know, it was kind of rough on her. That has created a stir of other events, but she's on top now and very confident. And I, and I feel that with my support, because you know if I support you, you're going to win. You're going to shine. If I'm behind you, like I told her, and it's not bragging, I said I'm the best husband you can have to, to embark on a social media thing. And there are other good people out there, but again, I know my value and I know my worth. And when you do, you never have to apologize. See, we have generational outlooks that are passed down to us. And my parents never wired me this way. My, pa my parents made me the way I am. And many people don't read it the right way. I don't care if they do or not. I'm not cocky. I'm not a narcissist. Whatever you want to say I am, why? Usually the people who are saying this deep down have low self-esteem. I don't have that. And I have lost in life sometime. Attempted to do things and done things and lost. And made the decision, do I want to continue doing this or do I want to move on to something else? But I am not a loser. No way. And I love myself very much, as you should do too. Also, but many of us don't have that foundation, so it's like trying to fill up a bucket of water, water that has no bottom to it. You put all this water in, you're sitting, why isn't it filling up? It's because the bottom is gone, or there's a bunch of holes in there. If you have holes in your psychological makeup, before you attempt to do anything, you need to block those things up. You need to go back so many decades as to why you feel the way that you do. And many of these people who do that, they have a false bravado about themselves. And they try to throw stones at you when they can see it's real confidence that they have. So either they'll get pissed at you, try to bring you down, run, run their mouth on something. But don't waste your time with me. I have no give up inside of me for something that I really want to do. Now don't try to pull me into a lane that I don't want because I'm not going to try to compete with you because I don't compete with anybody. It's got to come from the soul. It's got to come from the heart. But before you do anything and attempt to do anything, know your value and do not shortchange yourself. And don't go at it half-assed. You got to know that you're going to succeed in this thing. You got to know that maybe there might be things that are unknown in that area of expertise that may temporarily set you back that you have to learn. It's like me and the Apple computer and leaving PCs. I've got one of the best Apple computers that sat for four years. And... I never touched it because it was a little different the way the, the controls and the prompts were. And it was intimidating. But when I unlocked it by doing one thing, I'm doing all my streams through what I'm doing. I'm actually going to be using new graphics programs and new, like Adobe or, 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 or what's the other, Sony, what, Vegas or whatever. I'm investigating those things. And this week, I'm going to start going even on a higher level and starting my graphics business. I'm just going to focus on... Uh, headers on social media since social media is the most popular thing and invitations and different things because if you see my work on I would say not the most extravagant uh, programs which I use right but I I don't even know everything on those but I want to go professional now I'll, it may not be Photoshop it may be something else but I want to go professional with these things with more effects and people ask me to do things and now I'm going to do it I'm going to do it at a fair price also that if I do two a day I'm good. Two a day and ten a week and take my time and give you some good detail and good quality. People will come because this is social media and I'll do this right from the comfort of my own home. Hey, I'm embarking on something different. I'm speaking something new into existence. I'm already doing the damn thing. Been doing it for years. I just have to learn these new programs. That's confidence. I admit that I don't know the different. It's like almost driving an automatic car automatic with the transmission automatic transmission and then you now go to a stick and you didn't take too many lessons on the stick but you're trying to figure it out 
the synchronization of giving it gas and lifting off the clutch. I know how to drive a stick. I learned. I learned pretty quick. It was taught to me. I'll give it the credit to my friend uh, uh, Robinson, Officer Robinson. They call him Rob. He might be retired right now down there at Orange County Corrections. He sold me this pickup truck. And I was like, man, I don't know how to drive a stick. He said, man, I'll teach you. It's easy. So he sat down with me and also rest in peace, uh, uh, Officer Butler, who passed away. He was one of the first ones who took me in, in a sense, knowing that I was going to be a good officer. You know, I have a lot to mention also, Brother you know, Solomon, Aldo Solomon, and so many other ones, Pipkin, and, and a whole slew of them that were good. Some of them weren't too, you know, but those were good guys that backed me up and made me feel at home when I moved down to Florida. Just like now, you see on the video when I'm walking down, Sister Beatrice, who has another gym up there, right? I'm walking down, and I said, that looks like Beatrice, because she owns it, and I always look for her in there. And I saw her. I, I met her one time, never forgot her name and never forgot her warm spirit as you see she was that way. And next Saturday is going to be a little challenge to get up in the morning. I won't do any late Friday night shows, but hopefully I'll be able there and I'll bring my camera. I'm going to bring the same camera I brought because it's perfect for that detail. My other little one has better stabilization, but it looks kind of weird. So this is what you do. You unearth things. You lift up and see what's under and peel back the layers of life instead of sitting there and accepting what's just there, right? In my old home in Queens that I grew up in that I inherited from my mother when she passed away. I was there for about maybe seven or eight years after she passed away and I did major changes in that house. I basically ripped the whole thing out twice and rebuilt it again. I mean every floor, every wall, well not the floors, but every wall. At first I did it kind of pimped out, but as I grew my family, my three daughters, I have four daughters, but the three that I have with my ex-wife, we did everything over new in a family-like style. It was fabulous. I didn't know that stuff. I was working at Home Depot and I asked a lot of guys their opinions on things, the materials were there. I took some of the classes, read some of the books, and I got those kind of skills. So how am I going to have this shakable confidence when I have unshakable confidence? Now, you make little errors along the way. You, you reevaluate. You disengage. You relearn. Retrain yourself. Check with people who are professionals in that area, and you go back at it again. I don't care what it is. This apartment building, there's a way to build it. If I was taught and I learn, and I have a hunger for learning, I can build this by myself. Of course, you need help lifting things and doing stuff, but I can do it. I design homes. I design the home that we're building now. It's already built and it's already done. It's just a matter of the amenities on the inside. And when Mr. Skirv went away for those months, we halted everything, and now we're back to continuing on what we're gonna do. And slowly but surely, I'm gonna show you. You understand? We're gonna show you this week's stuff in the backyard, in the garden, you know, in the yard. What she's doing now, and it's not all the way there because it's not the rainy season yet for things to sprout up. And even when they sprout up, they may not bear the first year. But coming from the, and things grow. You keep it watered off 24-7 all year, except through the dry season, you have to keep things watered. So I'm looking forward to all of that. I'm looking forward to learning about the exotic plants and things that we can grow, things in the ground, things in your face, things up high. And we have the space to do it. Building the greenhouse, that's our next challenge, right? So, um... Life is an adventure. If I stayed stuck on a job in America, beat down by, if you stay another year, if you stay until you're 62 or 65, you can get more. No, I, I knew there was a reality better for me. I don't have as much money coming in. No, I don't. But it's better for me. My time is free 
and I have time, and Mrs. Skurve has time, to put the elbow grease in in a way that we would have to pay while going to a job where we're the middleman and can't really enjoy it. The joy of the process is what I'm in. And when you have that unshakable confidence to embark on something new and you say, you know what, I'll pay somebody to help me a little bit while I learn to make sure what I'm doing is good. Brother Rico, that I grew up with, rest in peace. The funny story with him is I grew up, we didn't hang, 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 but he did bodybuilding too. His, um, his brother, Robert, was the one we hung out mostly with in the late 70s and early 80s. And Robert trained, but he wasn't pushing hard like he wanted to compete. But Junior, Robert, Manny, Michael, all Joey from Powerhouse Gym, Liberty Avenue, 131st Street, where I painted the sign. I did the shirts and everything. That was 1980. So how am I going to be not confident when I painted this perfect sign, huge, in front of this whole storefront and did the T-shirts it ended up having my design, I think it was a 1980 Night of the Champions. You look in the back of that, of that, um, um, what do you call it there? Um, oh God, what am I saying? Menu, right? It's not menu. Um, it's, it's the events and everything and the advertisers in the back. Um, brochure, what am I looking for? Brain fart, y'all. Forget it. Y'all tell me. Um, my design is here. An arm, doing a double, bi doing a bicep shot, um, and he gave him a whole page. That's my artwork. My name is in there. That's back from 1980, y'all. And it was used over and over in subsequent um, brochures there, you know, um, of events. Oh, was I 17 years old doing stuff like this? So here I am, almost 60 years old. How am I going to forget that? How am I going to forget winning a national title with no steroids involved? How am I going to forget that? I trained for that. I worked for it. I visualized it. And I achieved it. It's not anything big willy in the world, world of bodybuilding. That's small fry stuff. But I did it and it's mine. And I beat all those guys that used to beat me. And I improved myself in that year. So how am I going to have confidence that's lacking when I did so much at those particular times that the other things that I've achieved and learned that the world doesn't know about because it's right here, let it flow. Let it flow. But you have to have the confidence. You have to earn that through doing and knowing that you have the resolve inside yourself to follow through and finish. So many of us do not finish what we start because at some point we falter like a, like, like a vehicle that was gassed up to a quarter tank but we we're trying to go cross country. You, you can't go too far like that. So you're going to have to arm yourself with knowledge. You're going to have to watch professionals. You're going to have to be dedicated and committed to it. You have to know when you try it the first time it may not work out all the way perfect but as long as you keep pressing, you will, you will make it happen. And it will happen. But we can't sell ourselves short. And we have to have the confidence. We can't lack this thing. And it comes through pushing. And as you achieve the little victories, they add up to the bigger victories. And when you get the bigger victories, you know, look, it, sh it, should, it should be transferable. Because it's about your work ethic behind everything. Arnold Schwarzenegger came to America. He, he didn't know much English. Joe Weider sponsored him to come out to a point. And when you sponsor, you're just going to have the basic things given to you. But he laid bricks with Franco Colombo, his partner. And he learned English a little better. And he worked and won his Mr. Olympias. Of course, you don't have sports. You take steroids or whatever, whatever. But still, to come to a new country knowing that I'm going to work. And if I have to lay bricks to get extra money, I'm going to win the thing that I do. It takes confidence. Like, you know. Me and Mrs. Skurve leaving the country and coming into the unknown and dealing with foolish issues of 
evil entities that wanted to bring us down and still we're here and we got hitting the ground running with momentum i'm settled as you can see when we ran across sister beatrice as we walked down it was it was it was beautiful mrs scurve is meeting her for the first time but i had attended as you saw before certain bodybuilding events here in ghana and still interested in that but not to the level that i need to take care of the businesses that i want to start and finish up building my home and then i have time to expand because what am i going to do i don't have people around me who are against me or trying to stop me even if there were, you can put a hundred people around me to stop me, distract me, cause confusion. I am going to get done what I have to get done. I get off on that. Like, yeah, look at this fool over here trying to stop me. I'm going to be more determined to complete what it is that I have. Don't even try it. F mess with somebody else. Many of the naysayers have found that out firsthand. That although I try to be soft-spoken and nice and whatever, 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 and they're aiming on bringing you down, I'm a tough cookie to beat. Because where are you now? And I haven't missed a day doing what it is that I do. And again, you have to pat yourself on the back. You have to get off. And I mean get off is like having an orgasm. Not like that. But you have to enjoy feeding from your own personal victories. Not in a way where, oh, he's so caught up in himself. Or they're so caught up in himself. No, but that's for you to feed on. Because once you get to this, this level, you can't depend on others to encourage you like i said my foundation my foundation in life from birth was about lance you can do whatever it is that you want to do i took guitar lessons mastered that didn't like that i took piano lessons at a young age 75 11 12 years old went into little small little youngster concerts playing the piano had great potential with that but that's not what i liked i did everything you know instrument wise i love music i'm not a singer i'm not trying to sing but the bottom line is I tried these things and I had parents that invested in me to know, oh, you mastered it, but do you really want to pursue this? We want you to have a tryout period. And this is one of the things of good parenting that I will say, that if you seek to do something, they're backing you up. Even when they know deep down you may not want to do it all the way, it's an experience for you to build up your confidence because you know, oh, I played the guitar. Could, could I play it now? I'm not interested. I forgot a lot of stuff. But if I wanted to, and you sit in six months, come back, Lance, and play this guitar excellently. I may not be like a professional musician that did it for 20 years, but I will shock you, right? Guitar, piano, any one of those things. Unicycle. I wanted to do that. I saw a guy. I said, Daddy, get me a unicycle. I want to try it out. And he helped me and encouraged me. And so to ride a one-wheel bike, and like I said, for my 60th birthday, there will be a video out of me riding it, doing all kinds of tricks on it, right out here in the street. Age doesn't matter. Once you pick up these skills and have this confidence, yes, I have a bigger body than when I was a lot younger, when I was 11 years old, because that's when I stopped. And I picked it up again a few years ago when I was, what, about 52, I think I was in that video. Now look at it, I'm 59 going on 60. I'm going to do it again. I want to be the world's oldest man riding a unicycle. If I'm alive and the creator keeps me here, when I'm 70, when I'm 80, when I'm 90, I might put on some padding because I might be a little more brittle then, but visualize the great things that you can accomplish in this life. And it's not about the specific accomplishment. It's about the spirit of stick and loving the joy of the process, not settling for less and knowing your worth. I know my value. I'm not going to sit down with somebody when they say, well, how much do you charge for this? Or how much? And sit there. I'm not trying to rip anybody off, but I'm giving you quality work. I'm going to finish the job. I know what I can do. 
and I have that confidence. But on that note, I just want to say salute to my brothers. Much love mwah, to my beautiful sisters out here. I saw so many out here. Hey, Lance. Hey, how you doing? Whatever, whatever. I love that. And we hug each other and they thank you. And I thank them. And we keep each other. Even though we know there's a lot of negativity out here. And I address it because we need to address it head on. We need to smash negativity in the, in the mouth and break the nose of negativity. We are warriors out here and we're in a spiritual battle and I don't want those kind of energies around me and I will chase them away. As a matter of fact, when those energies find themselves too close to me and I show up on the scene, they run. Because y'all know, I ain't going for it. You know what I mean? And if you feel uncomfortable with your negative self, you're supposed to because my positivity will always crush you and I will do it in my works. Not just talking a certain thing, but following through and making it happen because that's what artists and creators do. Anyway, much love to you all. Like, share, and subscribe. Let me hear your comments. And we're going to keep steamrolling negativity and rise to the occasion to, to grow all of the seeds of greatness and manifest all the seeds of greatness as these mosquitoes try to get me and I'm getting out of here. But the seeds of greatness will always come and always know there's unlimited. Whatever you achieve, there's something else you can achieve and it just becomes easier and easier to manifest. And that's the point in life that I am now. I'm going to get more accomplished in the next 20 years than I have in my whole life because there's nothing blocking me and I have the time to do it. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you for the motivation and the fuel that you give me through the kind words of appreciation that you share. And I will always be a servant of my people and put the work in and um, I'll always back you up. I, I want it, like Miles Monroe said, right? The pastor, he says he wants to die empty. Everything inside of me, I want to get out. And it's, it's a joy and I appreciate your appreciation. And it's so very exciting to me and it validates my life. Thank you all so much. Lance Skirval, much love.